Welcome back, everybody. We are making our way through the laws of Kriyashma, and in particular, the care and attention one needs in saying Shema in, in order to fulfill the mitzvah Doraisa, the biblical mitzvah um, of and our obligations with regards to Kriyashma. We are in Simon Samach Aleph, Sif Chaf Beis, and here's where we really do uh, extend our th- thinking around uh, care and attention. The Shulchan Aruch tells us, "Af Not only in Krishma, where one needs to be exacting with the pronunciation of words and letters, but even Psuke de Zimra, and in Shmona Esrei, that one needs to have a similar level of care and attention. Um, it's it's almost uh, Musa to hear this from the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, how often it is we just ramble our way through uh, the Pesuket de Zimra, the introductory um, psalms in the morning um, in our attempt to get to Shema and the Amida very quickly without too much thought. But yet the Shulchan Aruch tells us that we need a lot of care and attention and awareness of what we're saying. The Ramor tells us further, and this applies equally to when we read from the Torah and the Vim Ksuvim. So, Yesh Lezohe, one should be careful. And that's in the name of the Beis Yosef. It's interesting, actually, when you think about it, that um, uh, talking about reading from the Torah and the Vim Ksuvim, that um, from when, uh, when um, Balkura reads from the, the Sefer Torah on a Shabbos or on a Monday and Thursday, and uh, everyone's very careful to pounce on him if he gets any slight mistake, um, makes any slight mistake. Um, how would you feel if uh, if our slight mistakes were pounced upon um, during our morning davening? Um, but perhaps, again, the, the Musa to take from this is that one needs to have a, a similar level of care and attention and impose one's own um, uh, exacting nature on oneself um, when it comes to, to, to saying artifilas. Commenting on this, yesh lezohe, one should be careful uh, in the words of the the Ramah even to um, Krishma, I'm sorry, even to Krishna Torah, Nevi'im Ksuvim, the Mishnabura asks and answers a question, V'lo hiziru al Krishma elo mishum shemesuro l'kol v'yeshbo yichud shemayim. The question is, why then, if this applies equally all over the place, why is it mentioned with regards to Krishma? So he answers by saying one needs to be particular and careful on Krishma, uh, it's only mentioned here because um, Krishma, as it were, is given to everyone, um, um, you know, twice a day, um, and uh, because we are miyached shemayim, we accept upon ourselves the, the unity and the oneness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and of the heavens. So that's why it's a particular emphasis here and why it's mentioned here. Of Gimel, Sarech Lagdakdeg Shelo Yerape Hechazak Lo Yechazek Harafe. When it comes to the letters, we find that some letters have a dagesh, have a dot in them, and some do not. Um, those are made uh, with a dot of a stronger nature, and those without are considered weak. So one needs to be careful to careful with the pronunciation of those letters with a dot and without the dot. And you shouldn't um, leave a shva, and the, the Shulchan Aruch calls it a shva nad, um, or others, in, in, and in other places it's reported as shva na, 
velo yanid hanach, and you shouldn't make a na a anach. So the 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 shva, the the uh, the vowel shva, the two dots, one above the other, um, can either be a hard shva or it can be a weak shva. Um, and one needs to know the the dinim surrounding when you pronounce it as a hard shva or a weak shva. Um, we will see a bit more in, about the laws around this um, in the in Mishnah Bura. It can get quite intricate, and in many sedurim, um, there will be a line indicating when the shva should be pronounced. Uh, shva na um, uh, ha- is sounded, for example, the word le-olom, where the shva is at the very beginning of the word, under the lamad, le-olom, um, and when it's not sounded, for example, when um, uh, the word dibarato, where the, the shva is under the resh, and so we say dibarato, we don't say dibarato. Um, so there, that's, a, that's called a shva nach. Where it's sounded, it's a shva na, um, or shva nad, as the shochnar calls it. Um, and when it's silent, it's a shva nach. The Mishabura tells us in Sif Koton Lamud Vov Hanach. A, a shva, the two dots, that is literally grabbed. It's called a shva nach. Um, and an example of that could go in the sofa table, where you have a, a shva at the end of the word. Um, it is not pronounced. Or the emza teva, or in the middle of a word, habo acha tenua katano. If it comes after what's called a tenua katana, a small movement. Um, the Mishabru will give the examples of what a Tnu Gadola is, and so we'll see the reverse shortly. So where the where the Shva comes after Tnu Katana, it also is not sounded as a Shvanach. The Shvanad and a Shvanad or a Shvana, Nikro Hamis Noas um Kagon Barosha Teva. This is when it is sounded um at the, for example, the beginning of the words, as we give example Le Olom. Or but the lamad is is pronounced. The shva under the lamad is pronounced. Or be'emsa teva, or in the middle of a word, habo gadola. So where, unlike the shva nach, the shva na, um, where the um, it uh, appears after a large movement, a tenur gadola, um, that it is again sounded for simon tenur gadola, and the uh, and a way of remembering what a tenur kadola is is pituche chosom. The, the words pituche chosom, each of those um, syllables um, indicates a tenur kadola. So p tu che choi som. The 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 voweling under those and the way that, um, would indicate a, a tenur kadola. So. Whenever you have a shva after that, then you pronounce it. Rak hachirak sheish yud eitzol nikreis tnu gadola. Kishain yud eitzol nikreis tnu katano. But when it comes to the word petuchei, for example, we know it's a, a tnu gadola, not just when there's a, a chirak, a, um, a dot under the first letter, but there has to be also, it has to be followed by a yud as well. So the yud isn't sounded, you could get the same sound from just the chirak, the, the i sound, so pi, pi tu chay, um, you get that sound even without the yud, but it has to be written with the yud, pi, um, um, to to indicate that it's a tenua gadola. 
Right. So um, the, a very brief whistle-stop tour of a Tnua Gedola, a whistle-stop tour of a Shvanah, Shvanach. Um, and uh, again, the Sidurim, quite often modern Sidurim will, will indicate above uh, or below the letter, but usually above the letter, um, whether the, whether it should be sounded or not, and therefore whether it's a Shvanah or not. Um, if you want to see more at the beginning of the uh, Tikkun, um, where learning how to read from the Sefer Torah, it will also given will also often give the rules for when we pronounce and we don't pronounce the shva. Uh, see there for greater detail. Chavdalad, the Shulchan Aruch tells us, "Sorich lekros kriyashma betamim kamo shahim betorah." That, um, and we find some people do this that they read the kriyashma with the same uh, notes and the, the soundings as if they were reading from the Torah. Says the Ramah, "Ava lo nahu came elu." The Ramah says, "But in our uh, in our countries, we don't have this custom to read with the trop, with the with the um, vocalization of we reading from the Torah. We call mokom hamedakdakim machmirim bekach." However, those who are particular um, are stringent in this, and, and they, they would say it with the with the trop. Um, says the Mishnah Baruch of Sifkov and Amazayin Cain. The, he says um, one needs to be careful to stop, interrupt, in a place where one is an interruption, one needs to, to, to make those interruptions. So he needs to have understanding <coughs> um, uh, to his words. Therefore one needs to say it quite carefully, slowly. There is a danger, says the Mishnah Bura, in, in, in singing it, as it were, with the trop, that um, one uh, doesn't have the proper stops and pauses between words, etc., uh, in order and, and proper understanding of the words, um, which is the most important thing, and therefore one should be careful when, when if one takes on this practice. Um, okay. And again, um, the most important thing is, is to have intention um, uh, when one reads the words, and intention to fulfill the mitzvah and intention to read the words correctly. Because the singing, as we just said, um, somebody who is not uh, accustomed in this can interrupt one's intention um, uh, Kavona, one's intention, and and that would be um, that be worse than just saying it nicely. When you come to say the words ukasharotem, and you should bind them for a sign upon your hand, shaliad. A person should um, touch or move slightly the tefillin on his arm. And when you get to the section which says that there should be for a totifos between your eyes, you should then touch, perhaps move slightly, the tefillin on the head, although you shouldn't move them so they move out of position, but you should just touch them, touch the tefillin of the head, so to, to recognize that they're there. And when you say the words and you should look, gaze, look upon them, uh, he should um, move or, or, or touch the uh, two sitses that are in front of him.
and the Ramo Ajva Ayin Ail Simon Chav Dada Basif Dada. See earlier in 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 the Hichos Talit and Sitzis what was written there. Mishabura Basif Kotel Lamad Tes Kesheyoma Ukesharotem Laos. When you say you should bind them for a sign, the Chayin Beparsha Shnia, and similarly in the second parsha of Krishma. When the we mention um, we the, the, we mentioned tefillin at that point also one should touch the with um, the tefillin. Uh, before we before we go there, what's interesting is the Shulchan Aruch hasn't. Um, there many have the practice to kiss. Um, one's fingers, one's, after one's touched uh, the tefillin, the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah actually haven't mentioned either this practice of kissing. Uh, it is brought down by other authorities um, and some have the practice to, to kiss at tzitzis, um, if so the, the tzitzis are used to, <coughs> to touch the, the, the arm tefillin and the head tefillin and those are kissed afterwards and certainly not a problem with such a practice. Sith Chaf Vav Yesh nogim lekros krishma bekol rom. There are those that accustomed to say shema in a loud voice. For yesh nogim lekros abalachash, and there are those that say it uh, silently. Okay, well, what's the, what's the what's the disagree? What's the, what's the difference in practice here? Well, the mission will explain. Um, but everyone's agree. The Ramor says that um, one should certainly say the first posuk out loud, and such is the custom. There is the custom. If to discuss now the matter or whether one is fulfills the obligation of Krishna through the agency of somebody else. That has in mind to exempt him. I'm the Avram and See the Mogain Avram and the Prima Godim. The Rova Achronim Sovrim. The Yosi Bazer. So on the back of discussing whether we say the Shema out loud or not, or silently or quite quietly, the Mishabur tells us um, if you, in order, if you you're trying to use this as a way of fulfilling your obligation through somebody else saying it, uh, that is subject to a disagreement. Um, uh, but the rov- majority of the Akhorim agree that one would be Yotse with this. For Odiv Zermihiro, and this is preferable um, than just thinking it, um, if a person would just think the Shema, that, that would not be sufficient to fulfill one's obligation. To hear a love Kadibrodomi, because Hirhor is not is not like speaking. Um, um, so already the the the, the Mishnah Bura is hinting at what what the disagreement might be here in in whether you're yoth by somebody else. Um, that what we want is a dibble, We want a speech, perhaps of um, of the Krishma, and answering somebody else is um, is better than than thinking. Thinking it would not it not be called dibble, but answering or listening to somebody else's dibble might be sufficient. So that's what he said. Masha came. But um, the Shemek owner that that is more akin to speaking because of Olus Atomid, and the Olus Atomid writes near the Davka but Maven Haloshan. Um, it's specifically somebody who understands what's being said. And even in um, in 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 Hebrew, we require that he understands 
uh, that the, the listener understands what's being said. I am Besimon Kuf Tzadik Gimel Sif Aleph. See there for further discussion. Uveshiri Knesset Hakadolo, Hevi Beshem Birkus Avraham. The uh, is brought in the name of the Birkus Avraham. The Davcha Biyochid Hamotzi Es Hayochid. This is specifically an individual that uh, is coming to exempt another individual. Avayochid Hamotzi Es Arabim. But where you have one individual that's exempting. Uh, many people, or Yochid Hamosias Hashnaimber Birchas Amozon, or one person exempting two others in benching, there, um, one wouldn't need to under necessarily. We have a lot of people; they wouldn't need to understand exactly the the what the words mean to, for them to fulfill their obligation. Uh, it's only one individual exempting another where that uh, comprehension would need to have to happen. Um, Okay, so in fact, um, I thought it was here, but it seems not. But the, it seems that the, the so where the minig was to say Krishna out loud or softly, um, it's brought that uh, it's really whatever is whatever brings a person to greater kavana. If saying out loud, uh, saving, saying it out loud helps a person to have kavana, then that's good. If it disrupts a person's kavana, they should say it more quietly to themselves. Now we turn, we finish Simon Samach Aleph, we turn to Simon Samach Beis. Um, and although we spent time speaking about how important it is to be very precise in the, in the lettering and the words of Krishna, um, in fact now uh, the Shulchan Aruch will tell us that um, it, that's obviously the pre- most preferable thing to do. Uh, but if one didn't go through this process of exacting, being very, very exacting in one's reading, um, then... then um, one is still yotze, one still fulfills one's obligation. So it's something to aspire to, but one shouldn't um, get down if one can't do this, and certainly you shouldn't uh, rebuke others if they don't. As a general cloud, we should never rebuke others unless it's um, we have um, absolute cause to do so. Um, so, but, so the Mishnah, so the Shulchan Aruch tells us in Sif Aleph, in Simon Tamach Beis, Afal Pish of a mitzvah ledatek seho, even though it's a mitzvah to to be um, very particular in in the letters, Kora velo dictate. But if he read it, but was not absolutely particular, for Hen Yotza, he still fulfills his obligation. Mishnah Berurah velo dictate. He wasn't precise um, t- as as necessary. Einot inyan shelo hiskir had tables for oisios. It doesn't mean he didn't. It doesn't mean he mumbled the letters and words. You know, he he met, he does say all the words and letters. And if he if he did that, then certainly he wouldn't fulfill his obligation if he mumbled. When we mean that he, he wasn't particular about and precise enough, that's when he didn't give a space between words, for example, that we've discussed earlier. Or shall hit his shell Hazayin uh, shall tizkaru, or he didn't pronounce as I've just done the Zion tizkaru. Um, in other words, where he uh, to make sure that each letter is is not confused with any other letter. It's not not, not tizkaru. Um, for example, that would be that would be absolutely wrong. But um, if he doesn't, if if he's not as careful, then then it's still okay. Canal simon samach alav, as we learned in the previous simon. Um, Yotza says the Mishnah Burah Sif Cotton Base 
he fulfills his uh, obligation. But it reminds us that ideally one should be very careful. If one can, one should try to be very careful. The Isabashas, and there's a, a quite a remarkable statement made in the Gomorrah. Somebody who is particular with uh, in saying Shema, with the lettering. Um, his reward is that any um, any of the heat he would feel from Gehenna is cooled down. Uh, because this is measure for measure. And, and Misha explains how, how does it work that if you're very careful with your reading of the Shema and the lettering, that, that will somehow affect the heat of Gehenna. This is because Shema since he he it stirs himself up in this matter, and he's holding back his um, his passion to get to to complete Shema or to um, just to get through it. to be particular about the lettering, and and it's a natural thing. The uh, that natural passion is a, is a natural thing, and he, but he's 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 preventing that uh, getting carried away with that. Shahum um, but that that he's he's generated, or maybe even the effort required to be exacting um, in the lettering. But Sananin lo connecto chaim acha. He he therefore cools the measure for measure. He therefore cools the heat uh, from another place. Shu begehenim. That's from begehenim, uh, from from hell, from from the. Um, <laughs> um, and but that's brought in the name of the base Yosef. This is not just a. Um, this is from the base Yosef himself, who brings this as a um, from the Gomorrah. So something worthwhile, if one can, one should be careful with uh, with placing spaces between the words, pronouncing each and every letter carefully. But if one doesn't, one still fulfills the mitzvah d'oraisa of Kriya Shema, um, and so um, it's something to aspire to, but uh, not to be too hung up upon if if one can't achieve it just yet. Uh, With that, we shall pause, and thank you all for joining. Have a very good rest of your day.